You're listening to the C-Lab Hunters on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Find how to join our new Discord group and support the show at patreon.com forward slash spirit hunters pod. This is the year 2020. The place is the Challenger's Desert Mount, the top of an underwater mountain, a complex beneath the sea. 250 men, women, and children live here, each of them a scientist pioneer. For this is our last frontier, a hostile environment which may hold the key to tomorrow. Each day, these oceanauts meet new challenges as they build their city beneath the sea. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 37 of The Sea Lab Hunters, our show that is and always has been about Sea Lab 2020, a show by Hanna-Barbera that ran on NBC from September to December of 1972. This is Joe. Patrick. And that's it for the regular host. But today we're joined by two guests. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm uh, Festival Hardbody. And I'm Michael Transaction. Oh, was Champagne Fresca not able to make it today? Uh, Champagne Fresca is currently on assignment. Um, <laughs> looking for the missing boat of Sanwa Switches, which is somewhere in the South Pacific. You should have went with Sumitsu. Oh, what an idiot. Is it uh is it under the water just like uh those Goku UI those Goku uh Ultra Instinct <laughs> figures that recently got lost? Oh jeez. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got a little mini sub. Um also Champagne Fresca is going to solve the mystery of how Papriam actually got fucking finished. So it's a very important assignment. It's called drugs. Where where might people have heard you guys before? Um well Break K Fab. If you're if you're from Oklahoma, then you've heard us on Impossible Coin. What's impossible? Point? Michael, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Impossible Coin um, is a, a podcast run by Brian Cartwright with his co-host Rocky Hardy and Tegan Somerset. Uh, it's available wherever podcasts are found, and they follow our hosts as their journey through exploring the world of video games and pop culture and other things like wrestling and anime, and keeping up with industry news in the video game industry. Fuck SoundCloud. It's probably the greatest podcast known to man. If you're not subscribed to this podcast, I, I don't know what's wrong with you. Go subscribe now. Pause this podcast. Go to your iTunes subscription page and hit subscribe on Impossible Coin now. Patrick, I'm really glad to know you're a regular listener. Totally always have been. I mean, it's the number one podcast on the internet. Yeah. I mean, he's Anyways, right. Anyways, uh, he should oh, say sorry. So last time we did our end of the year podcast, and today we're going to be doing something a little bit different since we have guests. Instead of our usual summary and analysis of a 50-ish year old cartoon with like 13 episodes, we're going to be doing a live commentary. You better get ready. Yeah, and before I begin, I just want to say I absolutely love Hanna-Barbera, especially the things they did in the 70s. Amazing. Yeah, they've never, they've 100% hits. Nothing bad ever Nothing. happened in the 70s 70s, 70 through 85, mm, that's what I'm talking about. Perfect cartoon yeah charlie chan and the chan clan is a genius show and nothing bad ever happened in that show no perfect indeed all right so episode four the singing whale or the japanese title kujira utau man i hope i pronounced that right i'm usually bad at these things originally released in the u.s on september 30th 1972 the equivalent 2000 episode is seven which was released in the u.s on october 14th 2001 Yep. Yes. And just look at this animation. This is 
classic Hanna-Barbera great. Great, beautiful animation. Did they? Did Hanna Barbera do Josie and the Pussycats? Unfortunately, yes. I mean, I'm no, no. Yes, I mean, yes. It's a great, great cartoon. Love Josie and the Pussycats. Best cartoon. Two hundred and fifty men, women, and children live here. Each of them. I can't believe this is forty-eight years old. This is almost as old as I am. A hostile environment, which may hold the key to tomorrow. Wait, is that okay? Each day, these oceans meet new challenges as they yes. build their city about? beneath the sea. No questions. Okay, I answered all of them. This is Sea Lab 2020. Ah, mm, that intro, guys, mm, just hits. I have a question: Is this show the Snorks? Yes. Uh, Wait, I actually don't know what the snorks. Are that, that is, that is, it's basically the snorks are the uh, was it was the uh, the it's the Smurfs. Yes, yeah, Smurf underwater. underwater. There we go. Thank oh, you, Rocco. Okay, no. So this show is actually like tries to be serious sci-fi. It's just it's very good. It's Wait, is this the FCC? Good. <laughs> Joe, I, I don't know. Maybe it was me, but wasn't this the FCC that uh, the, that hunted the pirate radio stations? Or is that me? It's very similar to the FCC. I gotcha. I'm sorry, is that just like a pistol on the edge of... Okay. Oh, I just gotta have that dick. I mean, uh... What? Same shot. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I love... I mean, yeah, this is the amazingness of Hanna-Barbera. You see, they don't need to worry about that. They just... We reuse the shot. Nobody notices the water, all the effects, the the the, uh, the cell animation. <laughs> that was the gnarliest animation. I can't believe that dog talk. All right. Why would they use a pistol grip on this? How did you miss that? Bad? Whatever. It's fine. I mean, in the in the I mean, pistol grips have been proven to be the ultimate <laughs> gripping technology. I, I say this with my full chest. I should have brought an edible. <laughs> yes. You don't need an edible when you're watching C Lab. This is grade A Eva levels of TV. Welcome to C Lab, Larry. Good to see you again, Paul. Somebody special, Hal? Lawrence Cummings. Probably the greatest expert on sea mammals in the world. Oh, I thought he was Master Lou. Oh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You were thinking of the. Joe, I think you're thinking of the 2000s series. You just keep getting that messed up. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. He might know some feng, feng shui. Or feng shui. Roger's chair, Mr. Cummings. We'll be good friends, won't we, Roger? God damn it. Sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's 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 Joe when I come when I come over to visit him. It's like we're good friends, right, Joe? He's like, sure. Oh geez, he's gonna get gonna get a Zen on, guys. Oh god. perfect sound effect. Frames in that door open animation. The majesty of reusing it from from. From uh, Jetsons. This is why they're geniuses in the animation department, guys. He's in our quarters. I shouldn't have let you talk me into this assignment, Paul. Stop worrying about Roger. Wait, hold on. I thought he was voiced by Eric Estrada. 
Yeah, weird. <laughs> weird. In fact, in, in this version, I don't think he's Latino, actually. Huh. That's, that was kind of a weird change they made from the anime, I mean, a TV series of the older one. Why'd they do that? I'd just be in the way. What's on this tape? Nothing. My manifesto. Bobby, you want to come collect some specimens with us? You too, Roger. It's lots of fun. No thanks. Me either. Okay. See Fucking later. Roger can't even draw the cool ass right. <laughs> wow. Am I staring at the ceiling constantly, or am I losing my mind? Listen, Joe. This is the this is the Hanna Barbera. This is peak animation. They do no wrong. She was staring at the ceiling because there obviously was some thing in there that she needed to stare at. I mean. Yep. Bad drop top and killed someone under the ocean. Fair enough, dude. That that that's a fat ass beat, by the way. Dude, this kid is like the next Dead Mal Five. Can we talk about how he said he has a crying whale recording? I mean, you don't. Maybe he got it from Whale Island. How would I get to it? Is it like two R's, like backwards R and like regular R, because he's cool, Roger? Yeah, that's 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 his mix. That's his 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 uh. His mix That's name. His yeah, like Dead Mao Five has the 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 head thing, the mouse yeah. head. No, it's it's his print signature. Like he's the the scientist formerly known as Roger. Oh, fair enough. Cool Roger. Yeah. I just got the cool ass joke that you said. Yeah. I think so. The cooler Roger. Now this is a computer lock. Let's us constantly reuse the same breathing mixture. Ah, like their animation strategy. <laughs> the genius. Now don't be in too much of a hurry, Roger. It takes time to learn. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Wait, is that the, was that the kid in the the wheelchair? Or was that the other one? Yes. Okay. So they actually make like a fair point that he could learn to swim in a certain way as long as your hips are mobile, but it's it's very weird and lost in the way this show is animated. Yeah. There's nothing weird about it, Joe. This is real to life animation strategy. I would really. I'd really like to see the statistics on how often, like, wheelchair-bound children were pushed into the swimming pools after the airing of this episode. Ready? Oh, well, to be fair, no one watched the show, even though it was the most popular show in 1972, but no one watched it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just... The thing is that it was just ahead of, their, ahead of its time in the animation, the story, I mean, it just wasn't well-respected. I mean, the greatness... It's like the Dreamcast, almost. Now, Roger... I guess you could say that this show is the Dreamcast of the 1972 era. I like it's more like the Vectrix of 1972. I'll agree on that one. Not sure if it'd be the Saturn, though. That's a different argument for another time. It's absurd how procedural this show is, just like showing you exact things that they would really do, but like Larry, at the expense of like good writing. Yeah, right. I, this is more I mean, this is just, they're just sort of telling what's going to happen in the future. I mean, you can't like ease into it. You got to be like explaining all the procedures of the future. I mean, yeah, I might hit the story, but I mean, you got to, you just got to tell the story. He's definitely swimming in the manner of an able bodied person. <laughs> that's um okay i take it back that's not accurate i mean they could have put him in a robotic rig like you know the, the those robot legs like in death stranding that would have been cool i would have watched that seriously it's just or maybe he learned maybe he got uncrippled by the water forces <laughs> 
it, so it must be all here. I hope we finish before he shows up. Bobby's keeping him occupied. How, how does they keep? How do they keep that dry though? <clears throat> they have like a like a bunch of stuff. I don't know how to keep that dry. <laughs> I like I like how that fish has like a someone hit. It's not like somebody's hitting a desk. I love how it was like a popping sound when he pulled his hand away. That was the bones breaking. Oh god. What was the glass bones and paper skin? Yeah. Also, bullshit on that manta ray being harmless. R.I.P. Steve Irwin. Is there a difference between manta rays and stingrays? I honestly oh. don't know. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes, there are. They are very different creatures. I think he meant manawar and, like, oh. versus jellyfish. Because that looked like a stingray. I don't know about you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't trust any rays. After, 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 after the after the death of Steve Irwin, like Stevie Ray Vaughan, no trusting on that Honor one. Ray. No. Oh, uh, wh wh who's the one? Wait, what? What'd you say, Joe? Amaro Ray. Amaro Ray. Um, uh, what was that one band that says "Someday when the one just passed me by"? Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar. Don't don't trust Sugar Ray. Ray Charles, obviously. Exactly. That's big, big warning energy. Yeah. I remember there used to be this cologne ad where the guy from Sugar Ray sprays cologne on his dick in the commercial. <laughs> You've got to be fucking. Is that, is that before or after he threatened to beat some kid up in a parking lot? Yes. It after. is before. Uh, what? Okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> and, uh, that commercial still makes me mad. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, it, it expired a whole generation of axe like body sprayers. Uh, Can we talk about how his chair that looked like it was attached to the ground just slid across the ground? I mean, <laughs> Joe, future animation Hanna-Barbera good. Did they just play the clip backwards? Yes. I mean, engineering, like, clearly future, future ahead of their time Hanna-Barbera, yes, good. I suppose if you're, like, a... Underpaid animator in the fucking like that was just five counts, right? Yep, it yep. really was. <laughs> okay, like how much of these shows just shit that looks like dicks and fart sounds? A lot of I it. think that's the genius of 2021. <laughs> exactly, you mean 2020? Uh, sure, I'm pretty sure that 2022 coming to a theater near you. Also, I just recognized where that whale's from, just gotta have that dick. Just gotta have that dick. You guys ever watch that show? Why is he farting? I mean, I mean, I mean good. It's the farting noises. This whale makes that noise, right, guys? Everybody farts, man. Everybody farts, especially the whale. Who is this, like, overachieving whale hunter? He was the guy at the beginning of the episode. Right. I mean, like, he doesn't have a fucking, like, boat to just sit on and, like, Kill some whales. He's like, no, I want to fuck up this whale. Hey, so like, he, he comes he back in twenty twenty one. Sorry. <laughs> he Why comes back in twenty twenty one as a member of uh, the Make a Wish Foundation. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Roger, give me a hand. I will if I can reach you. Ready? Gotcha. Why didn't he just grab his leg? I know, right? Oh shit, he's gonna get into that one. Got some GTA stuff going on here. I like how he just stare at it. He's just like looking like Herm. Yes, sir. What do you wish to see? I wanna see the head of 
What? He's just allowed in? Yeah. <laughs> no clearance, fuck it. <laughs> who, need, who needs clearance? This is a top-secret underground facility in the year 2021. Like, there's no worries for... I mean, this is like predicting world peace. Like, basically, if you find it, like, you deserve to walk the whole place. Exactly. It's like a JRPG, actually. Kind of reminds me of St. Anne a little bit from Pokemon. <laughs> oh, man. Good. If punishment is called for. I've hunted that blue whale for 6,000 miles. Oh, I thought you were going to say 6,000 years. And those two kids <laughs> oh, that'd be such a better show. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that can't be one of the kids who let my whale get away. I mean, that doesn't make sense. You're right about that. Huh? Okay, Captain, you said you well, he's in a wheelchair, so he's definitely not him. Okay, never mind. We're good. Why is killing a blue whale your goal in life? Whale. Whales. Why did Livingston hunt for the source of the Nile? Because killing a blue whale in its own element has never been done. I want to be the. It hasn't. But there are so. Few <laughs> Usually, you do it from a boat. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody's tried it. Blue is too tired to be far away. I'm gonna get him, and you kids better not interfere again. What? Where did he get the exploding underwater harpoon? Can we ask about that? I mean, made it, man. yeah, just stare, strap some dynamite, nitroglycerin on the end of that sucker. Bam. I'm gonna guess Sky Mall. Sky Mall, yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Master Lou came out of the fucking closet right as he went into it. Yeah. I mean, te a te teleporting technology. Or maybe he oh put use some of his feng, sh feng shui magic. Wait, 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 Patrick, you just missed it. But like the kid basically just begged his dad to beat him and said like, I know that I'm in a wheelchair and like, therefore you've never beat me before, but now you can. Oh That's some Eva shit right there. This show is amazing. Call me out when I do wrong, okay? The jury's not in on this case yet, Roger. I don't know whether to punish you or be proud of you. Now... Get out of here so I can think. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the fuck. That's a line of dialogue. That that is. They definitely just absolve the guy of his like murderous intent. I mean, yeah, yeah that's that's what it is. If you're a murderer, you just get off scot free. Ah, uh, my favorite album, my favorite uh, Beach Boys sequel from Pet Sounds, Whale Sounds. Oh, he was too exhausted. He probably surfaced for some air while Mr. Brock was in Sea Lab. Now he's laying on the bottom, resting. Could be. Well, let's close up shop for the day. See if we can spot him. Oh, I just noticed the track. I didn't notice it before. I'm thankful that that my mic can't pick up the dog barking and he's barking. You know, they should be careful. You might have whale cancer. We just want to say hello. Right. He's sure tired. More important. If we kill him, the other guy can't kill him. Damn. I love if that episode ended that way. Why does he sound like a why does he sound like a Pokemon? No, it sounds way worse than a Pokemon, dude. It's just a hundred percent fart sounds. They're artistic fart sounds. Artisanal fart sounds. Did they like not have whale sounds back then? Maybe they weren't allowed to use them. Like they weren't licensed or whatever. 
bespoke farm to table whale sounds. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought uh, sure. I thought see, I thought uh, Hanna Barbera had the budget because I mean, look at this massful animation. Why couldn't they pay for something like that? I mean, obviously they're investing in their talent. Look, I know how bad you need air, but just a little longer. Damn, they're just gonna tell the whale stay underwater so you don't get sniped. I mean, that's what I do when I play Counter Strike. Oh my god. It's working. He's after the decoy. That's weird. It sounds nothing like a whale. Okay, he's gone. I think that's a dolphin. Oh. I do like this porno guitar line. playing though. <laughs> Fucking baseline. How many layers are there, do you think, in an average shot in this show? Like two? Like one, maybe? <laughs> this puts Gundam to shame. <laughs> oh, what? that fucking radio episode. That doesn't make any damn sense! Looks like he's in trouble. He's underwater! Whatever, it's fine. I never thought I'd be glad to see you again. <laughs> you should just cut off his leg like in 127 hours. <laughs> Bobby, you're just in time. I can't Why would we help him? Like at all. Wait, so which he's one is in the wheelchair? Now they're just playing the theme song. Be able to pull loose. That's dangerous. Not as dangerous as running out of air. You see that crevasse? Put the charge in there, and it might open this crack here. That's insane. Stand clear. I'm pretty sure that's gonna kill him, but okay. Got a better one. <laughs> I could go to Sea Lab, get help. My air wouldn't last until you got back. Now, get clear. This is the worst idea. <laughs> What's this is like specifically designed for people like like no one's ever gonna go underwater. They're never gonna see this. It, no, he should have been fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. fucking dead. You okay, Mr. Brock? You mean aside from feeling like I'm going to pass? Now I'm a cripple just like you. Oh god. <laughs> In a few days, Mr. Brock, that leg will be as good as new. Thank you, Doctor. That's fake. That'll make me. Oh my god. Oh, that's weird. I could have sworn his accent's different than in C Lab. Or the yeah, I'm pretty sure the character who becomes VJ VJ in 2021 is definitely just like half black, half white in this version. Fair enough. But does he have his tuxedo in this version? I don't think so. Aw, oh, what a shame. That means he'll have to rent one if he has to go to a formal event. Hillary didn't kill anything to climb the top of Everest. Livingston didn't I'm with her. anything when he was looking for the source of the Nile. Don't you understand, Dr. Williams? I guess somebody has to be. First to do something that counts. Nobody's ever photographed the mating dance of a whale. I want to be the first. Nobody has ever photographed the mating dance of a whale. Oh my god. And <laughs> for some reason I said, for some reason the Pornhub theme just played in my head. Yo, Pornhop gonna have to age verify them whales.
Nah, they'll just upload it as long as it makes money, right? They they do need to be verified now. That is important. Okay. The Pornhub Apocalypse. Verified episode. whales is the name of this episode. <laughs> verified whales. <laughs> just just have them sign like documentation. Yeah, we gotta get the whale driver's license or whatever. Exactly. I, just, I want I want to know that there's somebody out there typing into some fucking web browser narwhal POV and having a good time. What's causing all the merriment? Yes. What are you tuned into? Listen to this. What did I tell you about farting into the microphone, Johnny? This is the titular singing whale. Oh my god. Jesus I like how they're still the playing it over the voice lines. I think this is why whale sounds were such a big deal in the 90s. Because of this particular like misinformation campaign, like holy shit! And that's the credits. This oh. is the narrative equivalent of like burning your mouth on like gas station pizza. <laughs> Listen, this this is the this is the magic of the Barbera brothers, Hanna Barbera, Hanna Barbera. Yeah, I was gonna say the Barbera <laughs> brothers. <laughs> it's called Two Brothers, Joe. Okay, we'll watch the credits once and then never again. <laughs> I disagree. Okay, okay. Can we talk about how there was a person on layout named Nick Nats? Nick Nats. <laughs> I hope that's a pen name. That sounds. Did lit. he wash out of being a Bond villain? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look him up. Nick Nats, dude. Like, really? Spelled the first one spelled with a K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like New York Knicks. Yeah. Except New York, probably better than New most. Jersey Nats. Oh my god. Wow, that's uh Yeah, so how do you guys feel about that episode? You know, as longtime C Lab fans who have definitely seen that episode before, how do you feel? Listen, I think this is the the old this is the top peak Hanna Barbera animation. Like this is like screw Sto- Scooby Doo, forget Josie and the Pussycats, forget Jabber, Jabberwocky, whatever Jabberwocky, whatever the name of the show is. Uh this is the pinnacle of Hanna Barbera animation and like this is what makes it great, boys. Like you Hold can't on. get better than this. Okay, there's two that I'm mixed up on. Is it? Is, there's like Huckleberry Hound, or like, and there's like a bear, the tie. Is it Yogi? Is that Hanna Barbera? Yep, Hanna Barbera's Yogi Bear. That's another that classic a, animation. That one's a good one. Actually, not joking anymore. But uh, mm-hmm. there's some really bad Hanna Barbera. I mean, this show is no Frankenstein Junior. I mean, I'll I say that. Never even it's, heard it's, of that it's, one. It's no uh, Count Duckula. <laughs> oh, wait, was so, that the name um, of it? Wait, isn't Count Duckula Count Duckula is a British show that's not by Hanna Barbera? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It looks um, Hanna Barbera. But I was gonna say, so there's a couple people on our regular uh, of the regular host who are younger than everyone else who's on the cast right now, and one of them's a big fan of Wacky Races, which surprised both me and Patrick. But that's a that kind of slaps. I fuck with it. Um, yeah. Also, Nick Nats' full name is Nikita uh, Vladimirovich Nats. Uh, oh, I can see why he didn't keep his name in the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't understand that. Why? I thought so all I thought all Russian people were respected back then, Joe. Oh Wait, sorry, God. Brian. What did you say? So he totally did wash out of being a Bond villain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. I'm like, so I mean, glad he, you did that research. He was uh, he was born in 1940, died in 2010 in Cali. Rip. Uh, 
But yeah, he was uh, he did storyboard. That was that's what he was on this show for, right? Like our storyboard. I think it was layouts on this one. Okay. Jesus. So he was responsible for like the two, three layouts per shot. Fuck. Yeah. All right. He, he was responsible for like that ship completely violating any sense of depth. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, Nikita Vladimirovich Nats or Nick Nats for short, I guess. Nick Nats. He was not taking a bath. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. And so with that, uh, now a word from our compatriots and benefactors. Hi, we're Ellen, Steven, and Mark, hosts of Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. Topics include programming, design, tools, and more. We also do interviews and one-hour game jams. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get to your wherever you get to your podcast. You get there, <laughs> or at nicegames.club. Come on in. What can I get you? Sure, I've heard of Hair of the Dogcast. They're that podcast about video games and beer. From the latest gaming headlines to diving deep into the games of yesterday to sampling and reviewing craft beer from all over the world, Hair of the Dogcast is here for the gamer and beer lover in all of us. Available weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Man, Nick Nats was fucking ripped. <laughs> okay, I'm including this back in the episode now. Fuck. <laughs> remember to include this. Holy shit. That's going to be. Was- <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm just looking at the picture of this fucking guy. He he's diesel. Like oh fuck. What the fuck? Are you sure that that guy looks like a fucking Russian spy? Or like a Russian <laughs> like I man. It's the same dude. That's his name. Blessed. Dude, that guy looks <laughs> that we have guy, no so... choice but to stand. <laughs> really Damn, don't. son, he looks ripped. Yeah. But damn, why does I he I wasn't fucking around? Why is he? Why is he in that uniform though? I know obvious reasons, but like, why? No, 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 no. <laughs> he's he's in that uniform because he was preparing for the uh, Martian Law episode of Sea Lab. Oh, fair enough. Oh my god. Well, like they say, Joe, if it ain't got that jut, it don't mean butt. Or- okay, yeah, that's what it is. His credits are actor, art director, pup, production illustrator, and storyboard artist. Okay, so guess what? Next New Year's, we got to do an episode on Nick Nats and his life. <laughs> Nick Nats. Oh, God damn it. Fucking Nick Nats. It's going to be the Hamilton of of, of fucking Hanna-Barbera Russian animators. Oh, my God. All right. Um, all right. Okay. Sakurai, please put Nick Nats in Hamilton. <laughs> Nick <Band>. Nats for <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> We'll put Nick Nats in Halloween. That sounds lit, actually. They want to be in the room where he <laughs> did the deadlifts. <laughs> oh, God. Like he, we'll have a time-traveling Nick Nats. It'll be great. He'll be in the story campaign. Awesome. I'm glad. Uh, anyways, that was the research portion of our episode, guys. Uh, did it okay. on Nick Nats. Talked about Heather, him. You can figure out where the fuck to put the commercial in that one. <laughs> I don't even fucking know anymore. Uh, but yeah, that's that was our research portion, Nick Nats. I'm taking a bath. Uh, lead singer of the the Knacks, uh, Hamilton actor, and uh, Hamilton Bang actor. Hamilton Bang. Bang. It's it's something that on Impossible Coin. Hamilton yeah. Bang. Uh, anyways, yeah, go watch his stuff. Uh, he's a good subscribe to his Recently podcast. Recently got verified on Pornhub. Yeah, go watch his stuff on on there. Subscribe, yeah. like, yeah. leave a comment, hit the bell, okay, ring the so- bell. Icon. Rocky, <laughs> could you uh, intro the next episode and then I'll I'll find the file? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we are on episode eleven of C Lab twenty twenty, uh, called "Collision of the Aquarius" or uh, "Shototsu no Mizugamiza." 
Um, it was originally released in the U.S. on November 18, 1972. The equivalent episode in C-Lab 2000 is episode 20, which was released in the U.S. on December 15, 2002. Which is not to be mistaken for Collision in Korea, which is the time that WCW did a pay-per-view from North Korea. Wait, <laughs> please explain this. <laughs> okay, so this one time Eric Bischoff took a bunch of money from fear uh from dear leader in north korea and uh put on a pay-per-view in pyongyang there should be that should just i think that's just the start of every every uh explanation with eric bischoff eric bischoff just took a bunch of money yeah yeah <laughs> no, it, it, it happened so like they just flew the entire fucking like wcw roster to north korea for collision in korea Okay, so actually, like, Festival, I need you to talk to Ryan about this. This should probably be on our Patreon. We do a watch-along of this particular, like, pay-per-view. I don't know if, how well that works out ethically, but we can talk about it. That's a thing that I'm sure Rocky and Tegan have something to say about it. So what would you guys say on the rating between, which thing was better? The Iraq, the one where they, they, they wrestled in, uh, in Saudi Arabia, or they wrestled in North Korea? Which one do you think was more good... <laughs> <laughs> More I was good? literally going to ask the same question. I think uh, I, I I haven't seen the North Korean show um, personally. Uh, maybe Festival has, and he has an opinion on it. But um, I feel like, ethically speaking, the North Korea one might be more palatable not really palatable. It's like the difference between eating like a durian and a pile of shit. Okay, you know? so I, I, since I am clearly Festival Hardbody and not Brian Cartwright, I can only relay his opinions. Mm -hmm. I do them justice. Uh huh. I, he encourages you to, if you're gonna, if you're going to watch either, watch the collision in Korea. He says it's Called better. It. Called um, it. But if you really, really want to see a real train wreck of a a, a pay per view, which you can find the entirety of this on YouTube, watch um, the one of the two pay per views put on by the Universal Wrestling Federation, which was created by Herb Abrams. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, a man who, like, died from doing too much cocaine with hookers. Classic. Um, yes. And he put on uh, two pay-per-views. One was called the Beach Brawl. One was called the Blackjack Brawl. And they are the wild, incoherent messes. Like, they are just their... They're like, if you like trauma movies, if you like weird dog shit films, these two pay-per-views are majestic masterpieces. Okay. Both both Owen Hart and Herb Abrams are featured in episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, which is a strongly recommended television show. Ooh. Oh, you know, I heard you that one was really good. a recommended television show? See you 2020. Yeah, hey. Oh. Let's, shark fin. Ooh, ha, ha. The place is the Challenger Seamount. The top of an underwater mountain. A complex beneath the sea. 250 men, women, and children live here. Each of them a scientist pioneer. For this is our last... What are they scanning for? A hostile environment which may hold the key to tomorrow. Verified amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Each day, these oceanauts meet new Trying challenges. to see if the fish are eligible for their, their fish hub. Yeah. I mean, they just call it the hub down there. The hub? I keep expecting the zero to rotate into a one. Damn, me too. <laughs> I'm glad that wasn't just me that thought that. 
damage to the aft stabilizer is slight, Captain. But if Dude, Star Trek is looking lit. Hey, Brian and Patrick, <laughs> if you've seen this episode yes, before, hey, wink, wink, three, do not say anything. Okay. I'm sorry, everything on this show looks like a fucking dick. It was the 70s, dog. Contact the Aquarius immediately and notify them of a danger. Aquarius, this is Sea Lab. Come in, Aquarius. Aquarius, this is Sea Lab. Maybe that was the origin of Tornado Shank's accent. Aquarius, this is Sea Lab. Come in, Aquarius. Sea Lab, this is Aquarius. We're having difficulty reading you, Sea Lab. Sea Lab, this is Aquarius. Sea Lab. You know what was another great TV show that was way ahead of its time? Sequest DSV. I've never heard of this. Keep trying. Aquarius, this is, is it good. It's, Aquarius, this it, is oh, it's much like C Lab 2020. Truly a titan of television. In the future, mankind is saved by the corporations um, who who come together. Um, the head of the bickering governments and sponsor the Sequest DSV, man's foremost scientific vessel to explore the oceans. What year did this come out? Uh, 93. Oh, wow. Maybe that was an inspiration for... Maybe that inspired James Cameron to go go down and check the Titanic. So, like, this was a byproduct of the fact that, like, Star Trek Next Generation was a huge hit and, like, other people wanted to rip it off. Mm. So, like, the captain of the Sequest is Roy Scheider. <laughs> Roy Scheider. Um, yeah. And there's, like, a fucking talking dolphin um, on the show named Darwin. And, like, Jonathan Brandis talks to the dolphin. Oh, Jesus. Sequest is live action? Oh, yeah. That actually sounds like something I want to watch. Well, it's free on Peacock if you want to do that. Uh, oh, I thought you, I thought you meant the, that one. What was that streaming service that was like 15 minutes each that doesn't exist anymore? Oh, Kibby? Yeah, Quibi? I, thought, I thought you were going to say Quibi. Quibi. Isn't Quibi going to like, didn't they buy an, an Emmy this year? Uh, they bought a one, tri- one straight ticket to bankruptcy, if that's what you mean. They did do that? Dicks <laughs> out for Quibi. Hey, but listen, guys. Oh listen, they, they'll get over it. They'll just listen to that the song from uh, Trolls and deal with their unemployment. Oof. That's actually what the CEO of the company said for the employees to do. We're stuck fast, so. Captain. We're losing power. Is that a real thing that you just said? That is a real thing. I'm not joking. That's really what he said is if you feel bad, just listen to that troll song. I've just come from the nuclear reactor room. Not be sad about your unemployment. The atomic pile is damaged. Repair it. It's routine. We can't get to it. And temperature of the coolant is rising. That voice sounds a lot like Seymour Skinner. Mm. I'm like Seymour Butts. Oh yeah, I was about to say I was going to turn to a steam hams clip. Sir, it simply hasn't activated. You realize what will happen if that temperature goes over 600 degrees? The atomic reactor goes critical, and everything on Seamount will be exposed to deadly radiation. Good. Problems, Brad. My God, Jeffrey Katzenberg told employees to listen to the song "Get Back Up Again" from the movie Trolls to lift their spirits when the company shut down. Fuck you! Yep. Captain Murphy. In a year of terrible corporations, they topped. Right. This, they somehow made it. I don't know, man. GameStop telling people that they were a central business in March was pretty amazing. I forgot about that. They're also trying to be the local church, man. Like, oh, yeah. We're from so like, why can't we be the local church? Oh, I'm glad to see you. 
And yeah, like why? What? Like help. people want to go into GameStop, but what about God and Jesus and the churches? Good. We have a bigger problem. Give me the Hallowed be thy trader. Damn, the podcast. When that temperature reaches 600 degrees, everything goes. We've got to bring it under control. What about your auto? Well, I mean, if it hits 600 degrees, shouldn't everything? Well, he just said that. I mean, their, their bones are probably melted by that point. Right. No, They're... inside the reactor. Oh. You guys ever see Chernobyl? I better report back yeah. Kind of like that. You know that guy uh, from Chernobyl who's making the... Episode, actually. Uh, Wait, what? Here's something important in the episode, actually. Do me a favor? Sure. Tell Captain Murphy to stay away from my boat. Uh, hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, I kind of don't blame him. All we have is five hours, Paul. <laughs> to be fair, at this point, Captain Murphy was very slowly. responsible. Fair. Anyways, what were you saying before? Hmm. About Chernobyl? Uh, yeah, uh, the executive producer of Chernobyl is working on, like, The Last of Us show. Oh, there's a Last of Us show coming out? It's it's in production. There's no, uh, like, for there's been a formal announcement of them being in production, but no trailer or anything yet. Fair enough. Is this one going to have a good story okay, this kids. time? Or? I, remember to conserve your <sighs> I don't know about all that. Uh, Stay with Mrs. Well, let's hope. It'll make money. As long as Do you like sadness, pornography, and everybody being a dad? We'll be in radio. Dads are just are distressed dogs okay. of your options. I'm about I'm about, all about that dad energy, so probably. Medical staff and patients ready to move out and deep diver in five minutes. Can I'm pretty sure they just reused that animation of that guy getting in. <laughs> we'll need additional supplies, in that case, it was supposed to be the underside of a submarine, works. but they've definitely used it as part of Sea Lab before. Oh, I love this shot. They, they actually Why were using Sea Lab 2021 in the Happy Cakes episode. I uh, suppose you're wondering why Captain Glenn Morton would just as well not set eyes on me. Well, he sure <laughs> made it plain you weren't at the top of his friendship list. Then I friendship list, again. that thing that people have. Yeah, right, Jesus. Well, they I mean, predicted my space. The they did predict my space. <laughs> He was in command of a destroyer. What about Friendster? When it appeared it was going to sink. Mm. That sounds like it might have Friendster been was idea. a thing. Yeah. Only it's like not live journal, it. fuck off. <laughs> it's all about dead journal, my dude. Went on the rocks. I gave him a bad God, I actually would have been on dead journal if I could have. No yeah. I'm, I'm glad I didn't have one because I'm pretty sure the most horrible There's stuff would be posted stuff. on there. Oof. You guys might have just missed it, but um, the fucking grudge the guy holds against Murphy is just that he gave him a bad performance report while they were in the Navy together. Wow. What a baby. Maybe he should have performed well. It's wedged into the cliff face. That was a powerful impact, Hal. Am I getting sexual tension or is that just me? I'm looking forward to the third powerful impact. To pull it off with their engines in reverse, but God no damn go. it. All it's done is raise the temperature in the reactor. Jesus Christ, the, the tension the is high. On the port is it getting hot in here? We'd have to get a look at the it's getting as hot in reactors, it's just me. Sorry, Captain Murphy. Captain I'd be kind of down for someone to make a Sea Lab 2021 of Evangelion. <laughs> oh, God. That would actually be amazing. Like, I would have given it to Four Star, but, like, you know. Ugh. Kind of, kind of got rid of some of their voice actors on that one. We're working on it. True. They're down there now. I would have given it for, like, for like five years. Yeah. 
So you came aboard anyway. Maybe they can make a really, really, uh, really average uh, CGI it's clip of it. I just <laughs> realized, are the Aquarius crewmates dressed as the Lives Wonder Twins? Yeah. Yes, but their their outfits are blue instead of purple, I guess? Circumstances beyond Listen, your control, you got to save money somewhere, Joan. Hanna-Barbera knows how to do it with their genius right animation to keep the, the budget low and the animation high. Temperature reading <laughs> seven and rising. We can't find a way to cool that atomic pile. We better find a way. Do we work together? Get the charge, Mr. Brian. <laughs> for some reason, that was really funny for some reason. Okay. Now, that's the nuclear reactor room. The collision has caused our backup cooling system to malfunction. Now, we've got to cut through this hatch to the reactor. If that's the nuclear reactor room, there must be a shielding hatch backing up that one. There is, right behind it. It'll take hours to cut through a nuclear shield. You know a better way to get in? As a matter of fact, I do. We could raise the sub with hydraulic jacks. No, Hal. If we raise the sub, it might split the seam wide open. Like I said, we've got to cut our way through. Cut our way through, yes. But not the way you want to go. We'll <laughs> tunnel under the sub, under the nuclear reactor room, and cut through from the bottom. The shell of the sub is only one inch plate. Does that meet with your approval? Temperature 450 Wait, he's degrees. the captain of the ship that got the bad review, right? The temperature reaches 600 yeah. Degrees. Well, I mean, yes, captain, he obviously deserved it. I mean, he crashed a goddamn right. ship, so... Yes. Yeah, right. Now he's got poor Debbie and Sparks. Al, you and Gail and and I, I don't think that that's their name on the screen. You mean Gail? This is before she changed her name to right. Debbie? Yeah, Gail, yeah. The, the artist formerly known as Gail. Also, other <laughs> Debbie, whose name I shall not spoil, had a different name here, too. Gotcha. Oh, sorry, I even got... It's Hal and... Hal and Gale, sorry. What happened? It's oxygen hose. It's on fire. Close that valve on the... That's not... Okay. <laughs> not how anyone would do anything? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how anyone would do anything. Is that how fire works underwater? In, no, it is not. Okay. What... Well, actually, you know, you know, given the right conditions, I guess. Okay. I mean, I know, I, given the right conditions, yes. I don't know if oxygen specifically would like things that create their own oxygen in a shielded environment. Because yeah, I, I know, I know stuff sparks would. underwater. Because I know they do like underwater. Uh, what's that called? Uh, underwater. This thing where they cut like stuff welding? open with welding? a hot torch. Like we're the last yeah, the welding. Yeah, welding. Underwater welding. So, but I don't think it's. Sorry, I'll eat. I'm not saying anything. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I have oh, shit, no idea. The here. Oh shit! Is this <laughs> Chopper Dave? Hi oh. Oh god. Oh, it's Chopper Dave. <laughs> uh oh. The rescue ship will be over your position sometime tomorrow morning. What supplies do you need now? Breathing mixtures, food. All stations <laughs> drop air tanks and food containers. Oh shit, they're bombing them. I thought them. it was just frozen. No, that's that's the genius of Hanna Barbera animation. You think it's frozen, but in reality, it's animation saving technique, high quality, good. How about medical supplies? We have sufficient. Didn't they just drop medical supplies? Clear. No, they dropped air. Just make sure no, it says you med on one of them. I, I want to do my damnedest to find a, a picture taken in me because of this fucking okay, research we're doing here. Going. It's mm -hmm. important work. Uh, when I was in high school, 
Uh, I once had my picture taken with a uh, Huckleberry Hound and a Klingon at the same time. Um, can I, what's the context? Okay, well, it was uh, my, my shitty senior trip was to Paramount's King's Dominion theme park, which at the time was owned by Paramount Pictures, huh. and had a variety of like Paramount-themed attractions. Including Attention. like people wandering around dressed up as Star Trek characters, hmm. um, and also like a whole section of the park that was like a recreation of like locations from like Wayne's World and a roller coaster called the Hurler. Um, and so there were also people wandering around dressed as Wayne and Garth. But the theme park had previously been owned by Hanna Barbera, and so there was a whole bunch of characters like because they still owned a minority interest in the park, dressed up as fucking Hanna Barbera characters. It's so like you would encounter like Yogi Bear and a fucking Vulcan or Huckleberry Hound and a Klingon just wandering around. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Is that is that the same the same park that had that Lord Croft ride? Uh, no. Oh. No. Wait. Hey, guys. Stupid question. Do you know when Wrath of Khan came out? Because the captain just basically we said he was going to do the Wrath of Khan now, thing and try to stop the nuclear fallout by hand. Uh, 82. Captain Murphy. Oh, shit. Captain so this predates... Ra- I mean, probably that was a much bigger thing That's back right, in popular media He's back then, but it's still interesting. Yeah. So does that mean Captain Murphy is... Uh, or the captain is, is Spock? No, it's the other captain. Um... Oh. Yeah, so he's Spock, the other captain. Yeah, I guess he's Spock, yeah. He kind of looks like Spock. I don't know if maybe it's just me, but he's got like... Like, is it means the, the uniform's kind of Cleon-esque. It means he'll have to insert those carbon rods by hand. Without <laughs> Which means he'll get a fatal dose of radiation. What can we do? We've got Let's let him do it. Him. Come on, Gale. My favorite search term on the hub is insert carbon rods. Awesome. <laughs> he's got it locked. Maybe his radio's on, Captain. How come I'm just imagining a big mustachioed man in the reaction chamber said, like, it's fine, Don't, there's no there's no issue, there's no explosion, or radiation. Whatever he says, the, the one guy from Chernobyl. That was a show that knew how to kick off with, like, lots of tension, just, like, open with an old man committing suicide after feeding a cat. I want you to I mean, this stupid plan of yours. Yeah. Didn't that spin in uh, the Redhead Glitter game? What happens if you can't reactivate the dog? What? It was a dog. What about the dog? Even if you have to do it was like a, a man who commits suicide right. after like tying a dog outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a. There was. That was kind of a sad opening, but. but yeah, that's a really good, good show. Uh. I've actually talked about it with a roommate about how that show is like one of those father talk shows and like stuff like The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones dropped off the friggin' map. Yeah, no one's talking about that. This guy's like trying to get himself killed in order to make up for having fucked up the thing in the Navy years ago. It's basically the plot of Lord Jim. <laughs> this is like Wrath of Khan except not good. Yeah, okay, Ratchet plus Lord Jim, two things that are great, combined into something right. terrible. Actually, it's debatable. I don't know, what is the consistent on Rathacon? Is that one of the better ones? I like Rathacon is amazing. Okay. Star film. How much time do we have? Because I'm a big fan of The Next Generation and stuff after that, but I've never watched either the TOS stuff. It'll be a close race. I've never watched the series, but I have watched like some of the movies. Yeah, I'm, I might just... It is a... Oh, sorry. 
I was gonna say like going back and watching Next Gen right. is like a revelation because then you realize just how much Next Gen was bad before it got good. Temperature reading. Yeah. Five hundred and twenty-four degrees. There's some really bad Next Gen episodes. Yeah, when they go to Africa Planet, yikes. <laughs> Wait, please tell me that, that, about that Planet happens. Africa. This sounds like a fucking uh, Africa Mombata album. Um, so they go to this. It's this episode called Code of Honor, and they like fly to this planet, which is like this like naked exotification. And it's just like, hey, this is essentially Africa. Temperature reading. And of course, there's like a guy who's like, "Hello, Still Captain rising. Picard. I'm the chieftain of Africa Planet. Um, I shall claim your security chief Tashiar to be my new wife." Um, nice. Yeah. Wait, it, it, I didn't. It, there. Yeah, isn't that the one with uh? I thought uh Wesley got got was sentenced to death for. No, that's the. There, there is a different one where Wesley falls in a flower bed. And they're like, now we're gonna kill you. Yeah, because I, I thought Tasha what Yar fought for his honor or something in that episode. No, she's, she's fighting the wife of the chieftain, so that way, uh, the, the wife's honor is preserved. Her go code of honor, and she doesn't have to marry the chieftain. Yeah, man, that was a weird ass episode. I just realized I know like a submarine nuke who I probably could have asked to be in this episode. <laughs> Wait, did you say you, uh, you had a submarine nuke? No, I, I know a guy who's a nuclear engineer on a submarine who I could have asked to be on this episode to like rate their performance. Oh, okay, because I, I could have. The way, way it sounded like you said submarine nuke. I was like, wait, you have yeah, one I of did. those? Um, so people call nuclear, nuclear engineers nukes. Oh. Ah. Learning, cool. learning new stuff all the time on this podcast about Sea Labs. No, I bet that dude would not have told you that Nick Nats was ripped. No. <laughs> what if he had known, actually? He's like, yo, have you seen Nick Nats? <laughs> Just casually out of nowhere. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Joe, you see Nick Nats? Like, who the fuck? Oh, that would have been great. And I meant in addition to you guys, not in exchange for you guys. Uh, yeah, sure of course. Feels good to Joe, you inside C-Lab clear. again, right, Sparks? You would have cut so you guys out straight. I'm sad my brother Captain didn't make it on this C-Lab. episode. He, like, Our just woke up after, like, working all Dr. night. Uh, I would have loved to talk to Josh. I've watched Altered Carbon since I talked to him. Damn. I need to finish that show. I watched, like, the first episode and kind of forgot to finish it. I feel that. It's I definitely watched, one of those. I watched three episodes, and there was just, like, way too much aggressive sex for my taste. And I'm just like, all right. Sure there is a lot of aggressive sex in that show. It was too horny. Too horny for Brian Cartwright? Oh, I'm sorry, for Festival Hardbody. Excuse me. So that's the new name of this episode, Too Horny for Brian... Uh, for Festive... Festive Jingle Festival Man. Ho- Festival Hardright. <laughs> First yeah. of all, like... Michael, that makes it sound like Brian is very horny, and I don't even. Brian is very horny. Are you kidding me? Where do you get that shit? Well, I mean, I I don't. Also, been times where you guys have suggested that Brian is not horny at all. No, no, I think Keegan said that. Brian has suggested that uh, that the horniness on Twitter is fake. But um, I don't think we've actually suggested that Brian's not horny at all. Well, well, he's horny posting on on Twitter. I need to follow that. Brian stands by the idea that Twitter's horniness is Wait, is this this more or less real than Tegan thinking that Brian has never seen any anime ever? God damn, son of a bitch. Also, I don't think that's an actual quote, but I think, like, Brian... It's more that Brian gets, like, irritated 
whenever Rocky or Tegan talk about anime. And so, like, Tegan suggests that maybe a bit more immersion would allow him to be more comfortable with those conversations. Okay, that's the more nuanced. That's probably what she actually means, but sometimes it comes off the other way. (laughs) I get that. I totally do. Okay, here's the credits, which we're going to fucking skip. Okay. Yeah, that's... uh... I'm just trying to... I'm trying to wrap my mind around this idea, Michael. What do you mean that Brian... Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh... (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Uh, Mm -hmm. I... The only thing I learned from this is Brian is very horny, and uh, <laughs> something about wrestlers in the UAE or or, or Korea. <laughs> no, clash, no, 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 North Korea. the Koreas. <laughs> yeah, wrestling in the UAE, <laughs> which is also happening. We didn't get into that. Oh God! Also, there's a really great uh, mashup between Party in the USA and Gas Pedal that I didn't think would work. I'm really happy that I found it. I'd be curious. that sounds intriguing. Um, but anyways, yeah, like uh this kind of approaches the end of our episode uh, you know, today for CO twenty twenty, the show that we've always covered and always will cover. Um, yeah, like what did you do uh, you know, guessing just like what did you think of it? Like uh, you know, as premier Sea Lab twenty twenty and nuclear submarine experts. Um, I learned never take a performance review seriously because of the <laughs> bad things. You'll lose your fucking mind if you do. Apparently, I think yeah, I, I think I learned the opposite. I think it's take the performance reviews double seriously because obviously that guy got a performance review for a reason because he crashed the fucking sub. <laughs> so valid <laughs> point. Uh, my observation is more about like the first episode, which is that like um, if you are a a man that just wants to be the first at anything, no matter how heinous, people will enable you on your entire path. And maybe maybe that's the thing that I, I should look into. I don't know. I mean, they just predicted like mass shootings. That's all. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my god. Don't go to C Lab today. <laughs> Dolphin. I boy, learned don't what. Go to C-Lab. Hey, okay. I'm I'm assuming that like at least one of the three of you know what meat is. N e e t. Okay. No. Oh, you N e e t. Oh, neat. yeah. Oh, yeah. N-E-E-T. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know what these fuckers are. Uh, yeah, no, it needs action. There's yeah, a whole I, anime I, about it. It's called uh, Welcome to the NHK. No, it's called Kunisuba. I, I, also that. Because <laughs> I, I learned what needs were, like, I guess, on Friday. And I, I, I screamed at my television for, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is very bad, and all of these people should be dealt with somehow. <laughs> um, so I'm just like, going to be clear. Needs are the, needs are the, the opposite of incels, right? No, no, they are no, very needs much. Do, yeah, needs they, don't fuck. They uh, yeah. they have no money. They have no job, no prospects. Okay, but because of the stability of their parents, they're able to live in studio apartments and basically waste away their lives. Um, yeah, like neat stands for not employed, educatable, or trainable. Um, and so I was watching the do- this documentary about Pepe the Frog. Um, oh, dude! I need to watch that one. How was it? It's a really good documentary. It's so good. I need to hit that one. And up. so, and like at one point in the documentary, they're like, they go to interview this fucking neat, and he's like, "Check out my neat layer," and it's just like this filthy hovel. And he just starts like kicking trash around his bedroom with pride, and he's just like, "Yeah." And he's like, Pepe's ours. He doesn't belong to some sex havers. And I'm just like, and he uses the phrase sex havers. And like every part of me just shattered with rage. This is astoundingly depressing. I have the opposite reaction where I'm just like, this is so 
depressing. Not opposite. So, I guess we both uh, are disproving, but it's opposite on the axis of like what to do. But I, I don't know. Oh, I just, Welcome I don't to NHK is also that. incredibly depressing. It's, it's that type of anime. Is that the oh. one where they start a band, or am I thinking of uh, another one? No, that's K-Own, maybe. No, I can't. No, it's the other one where it's like the 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 the, the song oh, by the guy that Kappa Maki. Kappa Mikey. It's like I want to be hit in America. Hmm. Um, I forgot no, what the name is. Future Pasha Cure, the anime was named Beck. Beck was the anime name. The, but the real thing I want to learn from these episodes of C Lab 2020, because I mm. learned a lot. I learned a lot. Like the history of excellent animation, you know, how industrious animators will very cleverly in ways that cannot be at all discerned reuse animation. <laughs> you know, they were too busy like, working out, apparently. You know, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, it, it like like those clouds and those fucking bushes in Super Mario Brothers, like cleverly reusing assets. Um, but the thing I really want to learn is what supporting argument Michael Transaction has for Brian being super horny. <laughs> Listen, if you're looking for neat, you better check under the sea because that is where you'll find them. I believe that. Well, no, hold on. All of these people, they're pioneers in their fields. That's in the intro. Yeah. They're smart people. I don't, I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> good, so Joe, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much is this worse than the, the watch of the first Yu Yu Hakusho movie? Ooh, where Sarah um, thought the fridge was haunted. Wait, no, no, no. When we watched the, the, the Fridge is Haunted thing was when we all got wasted while we were watching uh, the Knife Edge Deathmatch. Oh, I thought that was the... Oh, I thought that was the, the, the movie. So this is, uh, I mean, as an experience or like the thing we watched? Incomprehensibleness. Like, think, oh, incomprehensibleness? Um, I think this is less comprehensible simply because I think people who are coming to this for some reason have not seen all of C-Lab, even though that's what our show has always been about. <laughs> Fair enough. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I guess I guess in review, this episode was not good. <laughs> yes, both episodes were bad. Which is a disappointment because usually C-Lab 2020 is an outstanding show. For sure. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, like I said, Hanna-Barbera, greatest animation studio ever. Made no wrong, made no bad, made no left and right. Oh, this is before they replaced um, Murphy's grandson's voice with a dolphin, so I think that's a big problem. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Spirit Hunters, uh, or, or the Sea Lab Hunters, whatever we are today, I guess. I, I'm lost in a fear. We're the Whale thing. Hunters. <laughs> yes, the, we're all that guy. Um, please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat at our Facebook or Twitter at Spirit Hunter Pod. Uh, heads up, we finally did it and started a Patreon. Check us out at patreon.com slash spirithunterpod. Throw us some cash for hosting fees and equipment and join for our patron-only Discord where we'll be discussing the shit out of Hunter Hunter, UU, and C-Lab? And maybe Brian's alleged horniness. We'll have a, we'll have a trial there. It'll be weird. Horny cast's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I have a question about your, your Patreon URL. Yes? I mean, like, is it sp- forward slash spirithunterspod? Because I don't know, maybe someone innocently registered Spirit Hunters, forgot what the password was, and then went to register it again, and was like, you know what, I have no idea what's going on here. Because that seems like a thing that a normal person might do. Uh, mm. No, it turns out one of the t- one of the many social networks was taken by a uh, ghost hunting show called The Spirit Hunters, and we're just like, we're going to pretend you don't exist. 
Yeah, we we have to say we're definitely better than the other spirit hunters. Uh, we're actually going to go to a haunted house and find haunted spirits, aka people that just want to kill us. We should do one episode where we actually try doing a ghost hunt and probably all die. Hey, like, did you ever see? That you ever see that movie, uh, Grave Encounters, Joe? Oh my god! Wait, what's Grave Encounters? That was that one we watched where those guys went to the haunted house and it was really haunted. Oh yes, okay, I do remember that. Yeah, I was thinking of um, Spooky Encounters, which is the name of a Hong Kong horror movie yeah it's probably gonna be like that i'm gonna be like that guy and be stuck underneath ground and like be missing for years and years hey i'm vowing that me and patrick are either gonna go to a haunted house or spend a night in a graveyard one time on this show just to justify our name then we'll put Yu-Gi-Oh on the graveyard and we'll be like you don't stand a ghost of a chance god damn it it seems like a better trade than what happened to impossible coin where we (laughs) did not uh register the correct impossible coin patreon url I guess since brian's and, not here we can talk about or was it rocky who did this i don't remember no no it was brian and and then we oh, okay, you know yelled at these people episode. who stole our uh patreon link for about a year until we realized that we actually did have it registered and we just forgot about it the call is coming from inside the house yikes <laughs> which is entirely different than the time that somebody fucking put a claim on our news music fuck that guy <laughs> Oh yeah, that guy. That guy was ridiculous. It was oh, yeah. clearly like public domain news music, generic gas bullshit. Oh my god, Patrick, this is the reason that I like look for covers and shit, and like get permission from the cover people instead of getting public domain stuff. Just because, like, when I found out this happened to them, I was like, I don't want to fucking deal with this ever. Huh. So. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm worried that Hanna Barbera is going to come after her asses for putting the audio in the podcast. <laughs> oh that my might god. Happen. Okay, speaking of the Discord, if you want in but don't have the funds, you can help us another way and give us a written review on Apple Podcast. Send us the link, your Discord username, and enough evidence to connect them both to you, and we got you. Each review gets a surface to tens or hundreds more people. I mean, you can give us a low score, too. Don't, because it'd be real awkward to be in our Discord after giving us a low score, but you can do it. Um, Although, if you have the biggest fucking gonads I have ever heard about, do that shit. I'm sorry. Okay, if we had literally one person who did that, I'd be down. If there's any more than one person, get the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. Or at least give us some good feedback. I mean, I'm all about that feedback. So if you can be like, hey, Patrick, if you're talking a too fast. If it's actionable and not Patrick should die or some variant, then like, yeah, good feedback. Or, or the feedback I got was I sound like McLovin. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. So that yeah, like, I, okay, I don't know how to fix that. Dog. So I'm sorry, guys. My, I'm in, I can't fix my voice, so. Yeah, I was I was almost thinking about like not sharing that with you because I'm like this is just mean for mean sake, Jesus Christ. But yeah, but no, that that actually happened. So yeah, sorry about that, guys. Can't fix my voice. Anyways, uh, heads up. Today's intro music was made by Studio Mega Ane. Check them out on YouTube, Twitter, and most importantly, iTunes. See you on the other side. Later. McLovin endorses the podcast. So good luck. The world must prepare for a potential coronavirus pandemic. And That's as the market's reaction from the to the outbreak the world causes concern for many of us, overseas the situation the coronavirus uh, story, story we're following this morning, Canada has recorded a number of cases.